It's Corey Haynes and Ray Haynes. You're over there. I'm having to keep you in line. This really, is my dad. It's, just, it's really tragic. I'm so excited and focused on this. She goes, put your headphones on. <laughs> I said it nicer than that. No, no, no. It's, you know, it's Radio 1. That's your first step. I was like, Dad, you're going to make the on. microphone squeal. Now, you're here because... Let's see. Okay. There's a lot of Hebrew things on the Hebrew calendar, the Jewish calendar that we miss. And so you yeah. come in every time. It's almost like every month or two. Sure. That there is a holiday that you kind of explain. You break break these down in terms of why Christians should be aware yes. of what's going on. This one's called Elul. Elul. If you want to encounter God, this is the, the very word itself is an acronym. I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. This is the most romantic way of encountering God on a very daily, very moment-to-moment -moment basis. And there is this really cool quality about this month that... Uh, has has reached throughout history and really didn't make sense until Jesus rose again. And that's it took that long for this to go, oh, for all those lights to come on. But it's called the king is in the field. So this 40-day period that begins tonight, the first of Elul, includes that beautiful imagery of the king in the field. What does that mean? Well, God is drawn near to look closely at how you're tending the fields, which is the specific blessings and responsibilities that he has given you. In our case, it would be certainly be radio. Uh, Elul is when you are preparing to meet God for judgment, but he comes to the field to be most approachable so we could truly know him in his mercy. You know, it's one thing to be called to the boss's office, you're going to get yelled at. <laughs> Sometimes it's bad if a boss comes to see you too. But you know, when it's when everything is built to take away this, this the great fear and trepidation, that's kind of what this is. Now there is a special word for this. You ready to learn another Hebrew word? Okay. All right. Subtitles. I need closed captions on. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Teshuva. Teshuva. Teshuva is okay. the word. Okay. So this word, see, because of what God has done for us in showing us mercy, we in turn are to show mercy and forgiveness to others. And that word is teshuva. What it means literally is turning back around to face him. So, you know, if you get mad at somebody, you don't want to look them in the eye. You don't want to look at them. You don't want to talk to them. It's that place. So a teshuva is when you literally turn back, you realize you're wrong, and you turn back so you can look at them face-to-face. Mm -hmm. That's the literal way most people translate that is repentance. But what it means is to literally, physically turn around face-to-face. -face. So you're, you're in that. You're also literally turning your face towards others to find ways to do good to them. Mm. So that's teshuva. So that is for the month of Elul. That's a very popular, not just for Elul, but it's kind of the heart and soul of Elul. The journey out of summer into fall is the same journey we took to get into summer, thanks to, what's this another word? You, you might have known this from English, uh, chiasmus. Nope. <laughs> that, that's all right. So not not a Hebrew word at all, but okay. uh, chiasmus is a kind of a structure that you'll, you read a lot of poems and writings. It's a it is a it's a mirror kind of a concept basically two things facing each other but they're flipped around it's the structure of how god built the calendar that we're all a part of the biblical calendar and so there's feasts and fasts and these all kind of face each other and they all kind of relate to each other so after the first passover 
which was in Egypt. It took seven weeks or 49 days to walk from Egypt to Mount Sinai, where they received the Torah, the law from God on Shavuot, the uh, festival of weeks or Pentecost. Each year, that journey is retraced by the counting of the Omer, the counting of the days, the counting of the weeks. So that that journey of counting of those days right after Passover, it happens on first fruits, which we know now is Resurrection Day. Israel began counting the Omer. They're counting the 50 days until Pentecost arrives. So what happens after the resurrection? Something rather unusual. The reason for all this counting finally became clear when Jesus remained on the earth in his risen glorified body for 40 days before he ascended and then 10 days later poured out the holy spirit at pentecost so this counting of the omer this king is in the field was jesus all those times walking with them in his resurrected form to give them faith to prepare Mm -hmm. them to continue walking with them to continue you know being who he was so that they might understand in a very literal way i am with you always Even when you can't see me, I am with you. So 33 years earlier, Jesus had laid down his crown in heaven and glory, came to earth as a baby. He'd spent three and a half years doing miracles, preaching, revealing himself to his people. And all that began today on the first of Elul. But now he's been crucified and was risen to life again. He took up his crown and his glory and he walked the earth. So you realize he's risen now. He's now in a different form. He's in a resurrected body. For the first time since the Garden of Eden, the king was in the field Mm. walking amidst his people. So it was a profound moment after resurrection, but Joe, only some would have captured that. So during Elul, Torah study and prayer are the focus because they're both associated with a verse, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is more delightful than wine. Also, Song of Songs, which alludes to God's words being in one's mouth as kisses. Sabbaths, or holy times, are compared to this lookout tower where we rise above our labor to see the purpose of the work from a higher perspective. See, this is a time to be nurtured, to allow me to fix what has been broken and to nurture us back into a place of health and prosperity. There are some things that have been recorded in our life's history that are now just incorrect because God has come and dealt with them and you're still holding on to them. That's what Elul is for. There are accusations and condemnations that need to be removed from you and mistakes that need to be reconciled. God wants to rewrite our story and change the way we see it because he sees it differently. And so he's come in the field, our field to do just that. Isaiah 55 says this, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God and he will abundantly pardon. That is the theme Mm -hmm. of Elul, Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. I love that. He's not just going to forgive one sin. Like he forgives Mm. all sins. I like that abundantly pardon that no matter what you've done, that there is abundant forgiveness available. What an amazing God.